Weekly update in New York softs market, sugar, coffee, cocoa, cotton, and rich positive critical point, 9.53 a.m. Eastern Time, August 14th. Let's begin with the sugar chart and the model saying it is time for a level two top. The model's a little more confident that that uh, week of June 19th was a level one top <clears throat> and until violated, the best long-term forecast is to be bearish sugar. But the model's not picking up signs to be aggressively bearish. This market may move sideways for a while in a topping process and move down slowly. It could be next year before it gets serious. At the same time, we've had a good bull run for a while, so I'm thinking, yeah, we, we may see the fundamentals come in faster than what the, the model's currently looking at, and it could turn bearish at any moment. At the at today though, I'm willing to go with the model saying it's probably range trade. This is the first week for level two top. We want to give it about two, three weeks. Almost feels like four, but the model's saying I'm on three to top out for level two. Now starting next week, it will be looking for a level two bottom. And to me, yes, that could be range trade for two to three weeks here. So it kind of decides what to do and then fall at the last minute, if you will. Okay, and it still may be in a larger range like this. I'm just not seeing the driving factors to really make it all that bearish, but I think the bullish factors are old news. It's tired out. This market is over. Okay, but it's not ready to launch an aggressive bear market, in my opinion. Don't have much for downside objectives here going to level two. It should take out the low <clears throat> of the week of August 7th, 23.29 on, on my chart. At any rate, um, and I could do a little critical point projection, I think, probably putting it down to 22.95. We can also use this to put it all the way down to maybe 22.60 on down to about 22 or something like that. But again, I'm thinking it's just going to be a little bit soft, more range trade. It's probably building downside potential on a long-term basis. But there's just a lingering enough strength and a little bit of indecisiveness of what would they like to do. Okay, coffee market starting to make a little more sense on the supply side, the crop side, the harvesting, blah, blah, blah. Um, technicals flipping a little more bearish. We're seeing the downside move here. And it's looking like the level one top really didn't work. I think it's in place a little, maybe one week sooner than we forecast. I can make case that it was that week of a market couldn't even pick its head up. But it also couldn't go lower, but the pendulum finally swung. They broke it to the downside, triggered some stops. People had been buying for a bottom, a base building bottom, threw in the towel. Okay, now here's the dilemma. <laughs> Did it bottom for level two and into level one? And we're going to gamble that it did. So we're now bearish into, or for the next uh, couple of months, okay? We're going to go something like that, all right? There is a possibility that it's putting in a level two bottom and bounce into a late level one top, give us a little more upside after all, but I think it'll be a knee-jerk reaction. It comes down into a level two a little bit later and then up for a level two and then down for level one, still later. But the best forecast is I want to be bearish. Let me double check some work here. 
I want to be bearish uh, till November to January as I'm looking at model notes and trying to do a little math in my head at the same time, see if I'm in agreement with the model. I think you can probe the downside in coffee. I think it's going to try to ch test the January 9th low at 142.05 and you know my stance that I think it's long-term bearish into 2025 may give us some problems to serious problems in 2024 maybe it starts that later this year but I'm just concerned it's actually going lower this year bounce next year lower still by 2025 or late 2024 all right let's move on to um, the cocoa market <clears throat> Now, <clears throat> we have no choice, I have no choice in the model, I can see the math, it has no choice but to call a level one top in place, therefore level two, level three, level four occurred all the way down into the last minute, okay, all the hands at midnight for the inter-year portion of the model. But what the model is also saying is no way should we be gambling, there's just a level one setback into a level two bottom and it's going still higher in a couple months. The model would prefer to be wrong and have to buy in the way up on a rebound if it's going higher. The model is showing there's a slight bit of evidence this was just one of the larger corrections within a bull market since October or so. Okay, So it may be a really good buy and this thing's moving higher. But the model is saying we really should not ignore the fact that that level one top can trigger level uh, or LT uh, one, uh, three, okay, and even two and one, in other words, it can be a very important top, and I'll discuss that in a moment. So at any rate, what we're trying to figure out is where was the level uh, two uh, bottom? And I want to move this over here, according to the recent low notes. I'm going to bring this up a bit just to see it. It's not a price target, but to give you a visualization, visualization that it can now go down and into latter half September and early October for level one bottom and if there's a level one bottom then there's always level two, three, four, you know. Um, at any rate until breach of the high of the year we just got to give the bears a chance here not only in short term and medium term but even long term. Alright let's go to cotton and I don't have targets for you yet for like a long term bear market and cocoa uh, we got some work to do on there and what can it be really be uh, valued as. Okay, now I need to make some adjustments here. Okay, cotton market. I think this is going to work higher for a while. I think we got it right for level two top. I think there's either something wrong and this is really a level one after all. But I'm a little more thinking in terms this level one is going to occur on the way up and I think it's heading higher into level one top. And I apologize, I should have done this before. I'm trying to work with my notes here now. And I think this can work higher, perhaps into latter half September. Now, I'm not so sure that jives with all the harvest and how things work, so I wouldn't be surprised if we could see some stalling out a little later than that. I don't think this is going to be a rush to move higher. Now, some of the fundamental factors that I'm dialing in here and I'm not so sure the marketplace is really doing this, but I think they're looking at the fact that the oceans are warm practically all around the world. I mean, it's just unbelievable. This is a monumental year, and I'm trying to figure out 
where did this come from? It just come out of nowhere. We've got the hottest temps in 100,000 years here, and, and the waters are just, just warm. Well, of course, there's this increasing discussion that we could get some serious hurricanes, uh, either a few that are extremely large, uh, devastating, or many smaller ones, or something in between, a combination of whatever. And I think the market is wondering, you know, it's putting in a little bit of a weather risk premium here, for hurricane season that that's here but it may not kick in seriously for a couple more weeks here it can get very serious into november now of course that may be late enough that that if they can get the cotton harvested bagged even if it's not out of the field you know it'll it'll be fine by time to get to the warehouse okay so i really don't think this is all that threatening that's probably why the market's not exploding but i think it's supporting it here but i also think something's going on economically microeconomically but connected to macroeconomics that the global economy is going to improve and something's going on in the fashion industry all the way back to the producer the, the more likely the middleman in between that's just putting a little premium i think people realize this price was low enough that it's probably telling us there is simply no one wanting to sell it below it's just it's cheap now it's taken too long and they're getting a better hand better handle on where is the the northern hemisphere or global uh, production at okay and i think they're feeling a little more comfortable that there's probably no major problems coming here that would make cotton soar but there's not going to be major problems that it would uh, make cotton decline so um i don't know how to handle this and since this really should be either a two level two level one bottom this should be the opposite level one level two and so it can decline in a few weeks. They might become relieved that they're still not seeing the hurricane issues. Maybe there's just something else in the pipeline relative to harvest and oversaw, uh, overall supplies, and it's just gonna pull back a bit. I think this range might be stair-stepping up quietly over time, but I'm thinking there's more upside for cotton. It's gonna take out the high of the week of uh, July 24th. I have it at 90.33. I think that was off the October. I think it's going to move higher into latter half September. Uh, I just don't know what we learned. It was really just sideways or up slightly, or it was wide enough range where it was up, but you know, made you feel like it really didn't go anywhere. So we definitely got to dial that in. I don't think it's going to be a, a major move up. But let's go ahead and move over to the monthly charts, and we'll start with cotton first then. And I'm really wondering, is this one of those things that just slowly grinds higher and all the way in the next year and eventually even gets excited and explodes at the last end and there is a gap right up in this area somewhere here on the weekly chart. It's going there someday, I'm convinced of that, but I don't know if it's this decade, next decade, or is it going to do it next year even. Uh, could it be that strong a demand, but also a crop problem next year? And it may be. Uh, can we get crop problems even this year yet? Or uh, what's going on with the other countries? And, you know, lots of questions to be answered. And I wouldn't be surprised it just stalls out for a range quite a while. So it's, you know, to me, it's probably still just a short-term trading market, but it's become a curiosity of, I'm wondering, is, is someone buying this long-term? Are the commercials even comfortable trying to load up? They don't want to race out there. They don't want to excite the market, but it's looking like this is a long-term accumulation phase which means it's a bull market. Well, it should have put in a bull market or a bear market bottom 
a while ago. It should be in a bull market up like this and then down. What I question is all commodities show that as a possibility, but the all commodities also show but the bigger move is down. So I just don't know how much upside, but it could be fascinating to own a little long term, uh, trade a little bit on the short term and intermediate term as well. And I do think the commercials ought to make sure they got a little bit of length there, a little protection, and we'll take it from there. But does a producer gamble for this year's crop? I don't know. It might be next year's crop that's actually going to deliver the better price before it's even produced. Okay, uh, we might get that kind of a bull run. Let's go back to the normal schedule or list here. Sugar. So we believe it's put in a major long-term top. This is a once-a-decade top normally. Not saying you can't squeeze two within a decade, but generally it's one. So uh, we really should be bearish until near the end of this decade, early next, and that makes sense because at the end of the decade we're probably going to have a recession. We're probably going to have a uh, lower stock market and real estate and a few variety of things and commodities in general. Now, if commodities already lower priced because they had oversupply they're probably not going to take much of a hit from the economy, okay? But if they happen to be higher priced, it could get ugly. Commodities could crash, okay? Now, before that, there could be a bounce around mid-latter half of this decade, three-quarters of this decade. That actually might be quite quite a good bull run for commodities. But I'm not, I'm not going there yet. I'm focused more on like range trade to bearish into the end of the decade. Now, inside as an increment, it really ought to be bearish into, and I don't know, there we are. Um, it ought to be bearish into a minor long term that could also be mid sized long term uh, before turning bullish. Okay? So I need some violation of monthly lows here to show evidence it's moving lower into a bear market. I wouldn't be surprised this could maul around in a range for quite a while into next year and then drop in the bear market. So I want to be cautious of being overly bearish because I don't think there's reason to panic sell and be a panic bear. At the same time, I just got to go with that bearish forecast. Now in the coffee market, we're showing a long-term top next year. It can rally into next year, but we're showing the long-term and mid-sized long-term. Um, in the late 2024 to 2025, just like many, many commodities. I'm concerned this top comes in uh, maybe at no more than 180, and it might even come in at 150s if this market's quite bearish in the meantime. In other words, it can come in on the way down like this, okay? It could just be this blip up here, starting at somewheres down here, and it blips up like that. And it's right on down again, and we can see coffee back to a buck to 90 cents. But there's a lot of what-if scenarios built into that. There's not, today's fundamentals aren't telling us where we're really going there. We just know how things flow and have faith in the business cycle in the sense of probably can forecast the price accurate in the fundamentals. You use the reverse pricing then to give you your bias in the fundamentals. It's telling us being more on the lookout for bearish fundamentals now into 2025 than otherwise. It's warning us something could spike the market by next year. Okay? I think this has got to come down, test this low here in coming months, maybe a little lower, and then we'll talk about <clears throat> some kind of rebound next year uh, before dropping by additional amounts. But I think there's more working against this market and the bullish traders than otherwise. <clears throat> now let's go to the cocoa market.
Now, this is the first monthly reversal we've seen in quite some time. It could be a fake out and the bull market extends. We can come up with alternate scenarios all the way into next year to show how this goes up, but we've said all year long we didn't think it'd go beyond September, and here we're getting a negative monthly reversal as if the market's suggesting, you know what? I can work with that. That may work. So until it takes out that high, we're long-term bearish into late next year, like all the other commodities, on into 2025, and it could be late 2025 for many, many commodities. But I'd like to see more downside action in this, and we may not get people to believe it's a long-term bear market until it goes below the July low <clears throat> at 3260. All right, <clears throat> we think it's long-term overvalued. So uh, this uh, week is, um, I, I think we got trading opportunities. I think they're going to be more short-term for a while yet. But I think ultimately the bear markets for many of these commodities do uh, work out and at some point will become more intense. Past results are not necessarily indicative. Future results have a good day. Thank you.